Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and it is Good Friday. It's Friday, April the 15th, 2022. As always, I thank God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you to for such a time as this. This is your time. This is your season. And I want you to know with everything in me, no matter what you were made for this, God has already equipped you with everything that you will ever have to deal with or encounter in this world. You are equipped. How do I know you're equipped? Because the Holy Spirit lives within you. The spirit of the living God is within you. The spirit of the living God to discern between what is right and what is wrong. The spirit of the living God to love those who have mistreated you, who have despitefully used you, who have talked about you, who have betrayed you. The spirit of the living God that goes alongside someone who is hurting, who needs a kind word, who needs encouragement. The spirit of the living God to go to someone who doesn't know Christ and for you to to give a divine introduction. The spirit of the living God lives and rests and abides inside of you. And because of that, you have the victory because of that, that you have a defender because of that, right? You have the one who sits at the right hand of the father who makes intercession for you because of that. He hears the cries of his people, of his children. That's how I know that you are equipped. So I want to encourage you on today and on this weekend to rise up people of God and know again, hear it again, who you are and whose you are. And know that you can do all things, all things through Christ. You can't do them outside of Christ. The world might have us to believe that, you know, through degrees, through networks, through, you know, um, our, the fact that we're witty or our characters because people just seem to like us. You know, that might be how the world might see it. But we know that through Christ, we can do all things through Christ. We can do all things through Christ, not aside from Christ, but through Christ who gives us what strength, strength to endure, strength to go through, strength to speak to people who sometimes don't even speak back, right? Through Christ who gives us strength. And I am encouraged on today that I have brothers and sisters in Christ all over the world who are fighting the good fight of faith. We are fighting the good fight of faith. So if that means that there is a good fight, 
then you know there's got to be a bad fight, right? But we are fighting the good fight of faith. And I want to say to you that sometimes when things happen and you're not, again, you're not quite sure, you don't know what's happening and all this and all that, know that when you are praying and when you are believing God and you are on the, the right side, right? On the, on the right side of the fight, right? The good fight of faith because you are aligning your prayer request. You are aligning what you are asking God to do. You are acknowledging who he is, right? Not not from you, but through you, who he is in you. When you are aware, when you are aware that he is the same God from Genesis to Revelation, when you know that you know that you know that he is the almighty, magnificent God, then you are fighting the good fight. Then God is for you. God is for you. And I want to share this with you, you know, just going through some things in my life and, you know, and, and even talking to people who are going through, going through different things. And as we pray the word of God and believe God to do some things and this, that, and the other, even if we didn't see it or whatever, one of the things that you have to rest in your spirit. When the enemy comes in your ear and says things, right? Because that's how he moves, right? Or when he sends people to plant seeds and 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 do different things because he's crafty. The enemy is crafty. When he does all of those things, then you have to settle in your spirit no matter what. I know God is for me. I know God is for me. That's not arrogant. That's not cocky. That's not any of those things. But it's lining your life up according to the will and the word of God so that you can say, I know in this situation, God is for me. I'm living my life in a way, you know what I mean? That lines up according to the word of God. Now hear me, that don't mean we're perfect. Believe you me. Let me clear that up. We're not perfect, right? But again, every day we're striving not to do the things that we used to do. And even if we fall back, we get right back up, right? We fall down. As Donnie McClurkin said, we fall down, but we get up. So we are aligning ourselves to the word of God. We are praying and we are seeking God. We are spending time with the father. We are doing our due diligence in terms of praying for other people. So that we know it's not about us. Then you have to know that God is for you. And I want to tell you that God is for you. One of the words that I want to give you on today. As I was you know just you know listening to the scripture. And thinking about um, you know this 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 season. And, and what we're getting ready to go into you know today is Passover. Is that. You know, the, 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 the enemy is crafty, but how we have to be so assured that we know who we are. So again, I'm not going to do the traditional, um, you know, kind of what was going on at this time and all of that as much as, you know, I want us to know that even when you know what might be 
lying ahead of you, right? Even when you know you have to endure some hardship, right? The Bible tells us to endure hardship like a good soldier. And, you know, I always think of the example, right? The Bible tells us that Jesus Christ, not only is Jesus Christ, but Jesus Christ came to be an example to us, right? So we are in the example to endure hardship like a good soldier. Give you a couple examples that happened during during the season that we're in. When they when the last supper and he told the disciples that one of you here are, is going to betray me. Yes, one of you here is going to be going to, be, to betray me. And and Judas on his own accord, you can go back and read the word because I'm paraphrasing. On his own accord said, truly not I. Like, you know, he called his own self out. Called his own self out. And Jesus said, out of your mouth. Out of your mouth. In other words, I didn't say it. You did. So that's example number one that I want you to be aware of. There are no new tricks. The enemy has no new tricks in this thing, right? He usually exposes himself in one way or another. You don't have to say anything. The enemy will eventually tell on him or herself, right? Whoever is operating in that spirit. Because I don't want to ever say people are evil, I've come to understand that sometimes people don't know what they know. And so they operate in that. The enemy uses ignorance, right? And I don't say that in a derogatory way, but he uses ignorance, right? The Bible says, God says, my people perish for what? Lack of knowledge, ignorance. So the enemy uses that. The enemy also uses uh, people who are greedy. Judas was greedy. He wanted some money, you know? And so the enemy will often look for a weak vessel, right? That's why we see a lot of things now with uh, crime because people who are, you know, sometimes hungry, people who are hurting, people who, you know, um, don't feel, they, they've lost hope, right? They're weak um, in the sense that they, they need something and they're not quite sure how to go about it or they want a quick fix. And so the enemy is constantly looking for the weakest link, right? The weakest link. That's why when things happen in our life, we can't stay there. We can cry. You know, maybe we do need a day in bed, right? To deal with the emotions, to deal with the hurt. You know, but we may need a day in bed, but we can't spend a week in bed. Because a, a day of, you know, having to, to, to grieve and to be sorrowful and all that, that might be needed. But a week can lead into depression. Y'all follow me? So the enemy, number one, either looks for ignorance, people who just don't know. Or he looks for uh weakened vessels in whatever way and again none of this is meant to be derogatory because we've all been there 
right? Loneliness sometimes can create an area of weakness or an area of vulnerability to let the wrong person in, right? Sometimes wanting to be held, right? Wanting to be comforted. And if you don't really define what it is that you need in that moment, then you can mistake that for you know, sexual immorality. Again, a weakened vessel uh, when you are vulnerable. The enemy will play on that. But I want to tell you that when the enemy does those things, because we've all been there, and some of us might be there even now, where the enemy is attempting to play on our ignorance or the enemy is attempting to play on our vulnerability where we are weak at right now. But I want to encourage you that as we see in the Bible, even up until the moment where Jesus gave up the ghost, right? Up until the moment where the the uh, the men came when Judas betrayed him with the kiss and they came to get him from the garden of Gethsemane. Jesus, Jesus' weapon, and I'm going to say it was his weapon, what sustained him was time with the Father. What sustained him was time with the Father. Throughout Jesus' life, he would get up early and he would go and spend time with the father and I don't know what your time with the father looks like you know we did you know 31 minutes of reading your word 31 minutes of you know prayer and you know sometimes you know if you're not still doing that or if you know that well man I haven't really been alone with God not even for 10 minutes then get back to that don't get so far away from that because what sustains us is our time with the Father. What sustains us is when we slip away and we let our requests know, be made known unto God with thanksgiving, right? For the Bible tells us to be anxious for nothing, you know, but, but through prayer and thanksgiving. Make your request known unto God. And he will. And he will. You know. God loves us so much. I can't say that enough. He loves us so much. He loves you so much. He loves your spouse so much. Your significant other. He loves your children so much. He loves those connected to you so much that he will do what he said. And I don't know what he said to you about situations. But again, I want to tell you, make your request known unto God with thanksgiving. Give God thanks for what he's done, for what he's doing what you know he's going to do. He rose again, y'all. He rose again. And as the psalmist 
uh, says, and I'm so glad I know he lives. I know he lives. He lives. He lives. He lives. He rose again. And because he lives, we can live. I love you all. Have an awesome day. Happy Easter. God bless. Bye-bye.